a cat. <laughs> I don't. Hi, Sophie. Hey. <laughs> so this podcast Hi. might just be. <laughs> You might just hear in the background <laughs> Kathy getting thrown outside and hosed down <laughs> to calm the fuck down. So I'm already over it. I'm over you and I'm over you. We love getting down on We're over up. you. We're over you We're today. Over you. We're still you guys over are you unprepared. Done. We're over you being unprepared over it. for our Wednesday. You're unprepared. I'm not. Pre- I'm pre- very prepared. I'm ready to talk. I'm you, ready to do this. You were babbling. You didn't even say English words. <laughs> it's about a, um, oh man, speaking of not knowing English words, I don't know what I was going to say. <laughs> what, uh, what is it? So I don't, what is what? Uh, uh, ability. What is it? Ability. Flex, not flexibility. Um, what is a- it? A- adaptability. It's about adaptability, It's about adaptability, Donna. If we don't have... Wait, stop. <laughs> Go ahead, Kathy. Please expound on that idea. Please tell me. <laughs> adaptability. Yeah. Uh-huh. I said it nice, right? Uh, uh-huh. Yeah. Alligator Go medicine. Ahead. Why? What did I... Yeah. Alligator I'm medicine. Yeah. Yeah, back we off. Are, we're prepared, and we're okay with if we you forget one or two things. You were going to cut my hair, and you didn't come here with scissors. How's that prepared? That's fine. because it's not divine timing to cut your hair. Oh, we're cutting my hair. <laughs> It's divine timing in two hours. <laughs> <laughs> two hours, it's going to happen. Because I'm going to end up shaving my head. Oh, I don't I'm think you'd be happy. I'm going to look like Sigourney Weaver and Aliens. <laughs> <laughs> Alien 3. Sh- oh. well, so I love it. That's why I shave my head. I feel great. Because of Brit- Alien 3. Brit- Britney Spears, no. 2007. <laughs> no. That's where I'm at with my hair. I, I found c- out I have the same body as Britney Spears now. I do. What? Look on her Instagram. We have the same body. Me is and Britney Spears. I have the same body as Rosie O'Donnell. Like, I'm like, I'm like, I have the same body as the hen in Robin Hood's, in, yes. in Robin Hood. That's, that's my body. Oh, clucky. <laughs> clucky. Clucky. <laughs> That's, that's my quarantine body right there. <laughs> Mine is totally <laughs> like, like I am looking like Rosie's beautiful. No offense. I mean, I'm beautiful too, but that's how I mean. I, I didn't know if anybody doesn't know what my body looks like. And you're like, what does Kathy's body look like? <laughs> I would like say, go look at so Rose O'Donnell. I'd say, twins. look at Robin Hood. <laughs> Disney's Robin Hood. Clucky. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> Sophie does have the same I body. have the same exact body as Britney Spears Minus now. Minus the abs. I just want to say, you have great abs, but I she bet looks if like she, if she had the same personal trainer. She no, give me, yeah, her boyfriend. Oh, my oh. God, Britney Spears' boyfriend's real hot. Yeah? Yeah. So oh Caleb's going to help, what, help How much more work Britney out? Spears are we going to talk about? None. Zip okay. nada. You'd be impressed. My stomach looks exactly like Britney Spears. Really? Yeah. I want to see the six-pack. Okay. She's showing us right now. You know I'm going to have to make this uh, an Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at Britney Spears. <laughs> exactly. The <laughs> do the belly trick. <laughs> Unfortunately, this is a podcast. I'm going to do the belly this trick. is a po- <laughs> <laughs> doing the belly trick on the microphone. Unfortunately, this is not a visual. Wait, don't, because my oh, pubes. Oh, <laughs> a lot of pubes. I can Photoshop them out. <laughs> no, we don't want to do I that. Can put, I'll do that on Facetune. Sophie anyway, does this belly trick that you can't see on a podcast, where she, you know, remember that's incredible. You remember that show? That's <laughs> incredible. Yeah, of course. There was a lady who could flip a coin with her stomach. Yeah, Sophie could do that. I know. She's got she the body that, it that so lady. She was like a yeah. little, she was like little baby in a car seat. And we discovered that she would like. She could 
do this like belly wavy, roll wavy thing. It was magic. And Nico can do it too. It's adorable. It's, they didn't get it from me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where did that, that go well, from? I don't know. Not from me. Yeah. That was her circus family. Like, I don't know. I'm not sure. It's amazing. It's actually quite amazing. All right. So now that we entertained ourselves and nobody knows what the hell we're talking about. Mm-hmm. So I guess I want to... <laughs> then what are we getting to <laughs> next? I, well, well what we're, <laughs> speaking of circus, I had to do a lot of cleansings the last, I would say, month. I've had like two or three where it was just so intense doing like literally exorcisms that aren't like what they look like on the show, but like really cleansing out dark energy. And um, I have to... S- I, I, all I wanted to do was talk about with Donna and then I had to like wait for the podcast. Yeah, you came. I was like, save it, save it, save it. Well, because we also wanted to talk about how I don't share things with you. Remember, we wanted to talk about that too. Mm-mm. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I don't know. You, you seem to be, um, you in know, charge. I'm in getting charge down here. to business because Go I'm ahead. not looking at both of you like we're never going to get there. We're just never going to get there. We're just living in the moment. Okay. So, what I was saying is that. You don't even remember. I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> you would think that this is a podcast about smoking pot, <laughs> the way you guys are behaving. Okay. Keep getting Shall I? Yes. Shall I? Yes. Go ahead. Shall I do my job? Yeah. Do your job. Do your job. Do your job. That's what all of the peop- the regular listeners are saying. They said at the same time, <laughs> shall <laughs> I do my job? That's what everyone said. All right. Go ahead. Do your job. I'm listening. Okay. Yeah. So... You have found that people have been reaching out to you yeah. recently yeah. to do a lot of cleaning. It's There's been a lot of cleaning going on. And so I think this might resonate with a lot of people, maybe some of with you guys listening, that since quarantine, I feel like it's just kind of like blown up, kind of like how October is. You know how October is my busy month mm-hmm. because the veil's thin. I feel like everybody's festering in their space. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're you're festering because mm-hmm. you're in your you're you're in your space constantly, and if you're feeling angry, upset, depressed, or if you have a or a, or just excited, whatever it is, if you already have kind of a vibration in your house, or some people have portals in their house, or their house is already alive, and you know what I'm talking about. Being in your house for that long and not cleansing it, you fester that energy. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been having a lot of calls and I'm just really tired. I think I'm like, I'm giddy because I'm so tired and I'm not complaining about it because it's my job. But I just did this last one and it was pretty amazing. It was actually, uh, I'm glad it's, I don't have anything scheduled for a while, but um, it's a, ha- it was a house that I believe had land that was already had already had like negative energy or portals on it Mm -hmm. and they built the house on it. So for, I don't know, 30 or 40 years, they had, they had company in their house and didn't do, didn't know what to do. And this is why we have the podcast is because we could talk about that Mm -hmm. is that you don't have to live with that. Right. Like we did. Right. Because nobody knew. I think that, you know, just to reiterate is that one of the things that, uh, like we're very sensitive to it and yeah. we can recognize it is because we were raised in it. We were raised in it. We were raised in a yeah. in a house that wasn't clean and definitely had energies and we have crazy stories and um you know. So we speak from experience. Oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, and I and it was what's interesting in the parallel why I wanted to talk to you about it is because there are three three kids, mm. and it reminded me of mm. you, me, and Tracy, mm -hmm. um, and how we were all affected by it differently, mm -hmm. and how I am five years younger than you and four years younger than Tracy, and so. I feel like, you know, I told you I was an afterthought. Mom wanted me on Tuesday. Yeah, they yeah, did that it was a quote-unquote joke. Right. She they, used to say. I wanted you on, on Monday. On Monday. Had sex with your father. Yeah, Wednesday. Uh, Wednesday. Change, no. Changed my no, mind. No, yeah, no, no. No, this is what she said. We wanted you on Monday. We changed our mind on Wednesday. And by Friday, it was too late. Really? Because I recall mom staining me with how I was unwanted. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she changed her mind. Except that it blew up because you were the favorite. Yeah. Of course. I came back because I came back in angelic form. No, but I mean, joking aside, if you think about it, we all were affected by the energy completely different. And I including dad, including dad yeah. and, mom. and mom. True. Mom got depressed. Yes. Dad got angry. Yeah. Tracy, you know, has her experiences. Yeah. She's not here to talk about it, but she it's her had a story to tell. It's her story to tell. So respectively, but mm -hmm. she caught it like pretty hard. Mm -hmm. And I, I know how I handle. I knew I was being watched. We were being watched. Mm -hmm. But it never bothered yeah. me. It never came near me. I was not afraid to go in the basement. I used to play in the basement. Yeah, basement. And no. the basement is creepy. And yeah. I knew there were people watching yeah. me. But I feel like I was so protected for some reason that my job was to just kind of walk around and push it away. Yeah. And I was basically was terrorized. You were terrorized. Yeah. Uh, the reason why, you know, that back bedroom, like... You know, we grew up in a traditionally Mediterranean household, which meant I was the oldest and all the expectations and responsibilities and all that bullshit did fall on me just naturally. If I was an older boy, forget it. But um, it, it entitled me to having my own room because that's right. the way it, things were done. So I was entitled to the back room by myself. You and Tracy shared the, the room next right. to it closest to the kitchen. But that back room, I was not comfortable in it at all. And at the same time, you, Tracy was having issues. You didn't feel safe. So I put, I made the decision of putting Tracy in the back room. Oh, and you and I shared that room right. closest to the kitchen. I, my memory, which I kind of have had conversations with mom about it subsequently, was I just decided. I was, I moved the furniture around. Like right, I right. moved... Right. Mom was like, what are you kids doing? And I just very simply said, I'm switching rooms. Right. Because I, even at a young age, like, mom said she woke up because mom was in bed a lot. And even by kindergarten right. and first grade, I was still, I was dressing myself and getting myself ready for school kind right. of on my own. Right. Um, and I had you dressed and ready to go yeah. on the bus. And mom said, what are you doing? And I said, I'm taking the baby to show and tell. We were ready to go. I love that. I was show and tell. <laughs> ready to go. <laughs> this I is my sister. I was like six. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 40 years later, you guys are doing this. <laughs> and still <laughs> show and thing. tell. Still show and tell. I'm getting you dressed. <laughs> getting dressed. For telling you what tell. to do. <laughs> yeah. In front of same, the mic. Same. But I, I did never felt comfortable in that back room. Oddly enough, 
how many years later, 20 years later, when I had to return back to the house, yeah. that is the room I ended up in, and I was so uncomfortable in it. Yeah. And I remember the mom had a cleaning lady because she always had some kind of weird barter yeah. deal with right. somebody. Yeah. And um, she was like, your room is always neat. It's like you're never there. And I'm like, because I never am. You're never in there. Never in there. And I always felt like um, I was taunted. Uh, I always felt like people were sitting on the bed. Right. I always felt like somebody was playing with my hair. Mm. Um, and I, I, as a little kid, yeah, I remember this because I remember our neighbor making fun of me. I remember throwing out the w- the side window that was went yeah. to the backyard by yeah. Aggie's garden, yeah. and. I had little ceramic, you know, it was the 70s. So let's yeah. remember Book and Record. Like those Booker. little, like, I love you this much, yep, whatever yep. those are called, like Christmas, what yeah. they're called. And we have a few of them around yeah. the house. Um, I love you this much. Anything that had kind of a face, I had a little frog, 70s, you know, right, statue. Right, right, right. Threw it out the window, threw that out the window. And Aggie was like, why are you throwing your stuff out the window? And I remember telling her, because they're talking to me. Shit. And Aggie, I remember being like 12 or 13, she asked me if I remembered that. And she asked me, do you think your house is haunted? Really? You know, yeah. I, I don't know why we did because not. Because Aggie, who was like a wacky, yeah. you know, Pabst Blue Ribbon, <laughs> rough around the edges. Yeah, deep voice, cigarette Deep talk. voice, cigarette talker yeah. who would yell at anybody's kids and would spank us. Yeah. Um, for She would want us to come in her yard and then we'd get yelled at for being in her yard because we were kids. Right. Um, and she just liked us the idea of kids, I think. And that's I that's what I feel like the boys think about me when Gio's over and Nico. I feel like a strict. Yeah, you should. You should yeah. feel strict. Oh, yeah. Okay. So you're doing good. All right, so. good. Okay, you're doing good. good so <laughs> you're doing good. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, okay. you're so good. Yeah, triggered. It's all right. But she, <laughs> it's all right. She, she asked me when I was like 12 or 13, uh, did I think that the house was haunted? Because she always felt the house was haunted. Shit. So, and it's interesting while you were talking about my role is that I never felt that. I knew they were there, but they, I always felt like I was. But I also think around that time, you know, when people talk about, uh, you know, being attracted to the occult, like I always, I knew there was something supernatural happening, but I didn't know what it was as a kid. And we didn't really talk about it out loud because dad was a strict Catholic, mom was a Greek Orthodox, and we didn't talk about that stuff because you let the devil in. And I was like, okay, if we let the devil in, how does the devil get in here? Who is the devil? What is, I had all those questions. And you have a bat. You would be like, I have a bat. Yeah. Let's just just do it. You know, I was that kid, like everybody listening to this podcast, I am not special, you know, would seek out those early witchcraft books in the library and you could see who, who, um, took it out before you yeah and so you kind of you found friends that way i didn't know that don only because i didn't take out books because i didn't take out books read (laughs) i was hanging out yeah that's how actually i became friends with two people at high school based on the books that they took out i don't want to digress but i want to tell you a story so um but i think like that having that kind of exposure and experience way before the interwebs and way before you know everybody knows everything is that you go on this journey and you know instinctively that something that's not of this physical plane is happening in your space. So as a young person, you try to find answers and f- just feel reassured that that is happening to you. Right. And there are other people who have had those experiences. So that when dad took us to see Amityville Horror, we were like when we were way too young to see it, but it was like a fucking documentary because we were like, yes, yes. <laughs> that feels right. Jody feels like... 
he lives in our house. <laughs> it wasn't that extreme. It wasn't that extreme. No. But it was familiar enough to put a label on it, which then pushed me into that occultish path that like how today I think I found, you know, my witchy self, even though later in my teens I was, you know, an existential nihilist. You know, I didn't believe anything and nothing had meaning and God was dead because my friends are dying and why right. would God do that and blah, blah, blah. But um, so there's a familiarity. S- so how I felt, which is why I wanted to talk about the story about the, the house that I cleansed, reminded me of our house, of our yeah. old house. And it was interesting because I've been dreaming a lot about Smithtown. Yeah. And... I think that I was able to talk to the younger sibling like myself. She was very young. She was, she was about 18, like 17. She is. She, I don't want to, I don't want to, because they listen. I don't know. I don't want to, I'm just going to. But she is 18. She is. Not was. No. Because when you say was, it sounds like they're on the other side. No, it was. She could have been young. Oh, I could have been a story a while ago. No, that didn't make sense. Anyway, I'm trying to protect whoever's listening. It doesn't matter. Anyway. So she's about she's about 17 or 18. And when I looked at her, I felt like it was myself. And when I said, I am a conduit. I, it's not me. It's not Kathy. When I said, oh, I'm an angel, I'm just kidding. But I felt like there was angelic presence around me and not knowing what that really felt like. Because I was the mediator in everything. I was the mediator at the kitchen table when everybody was yelling. I hated yes. it. I was the mediator when there was something going on in the back room. I would go back there and make jokes and change it around. Yeah. I was the mediator for everything. Yeah. And so I was not interested in the occult. I was not interested in anything. I was not interested in books. Right. I was not interested in what you were thinking. I wasn't interested in anything. I know you were watching Yo MTV raps. And that is the good life. <laughs> and that's the good life. And that's I would have stayed there. My calling would not leave me. And and that's the whole thing is I, so when I saw her, it was like looking at myself and I, all I said, she didn't even know me from anything. And I said, you feel like you're the mediator in your family. Yes. I said, you feel like, you feel like the darkness weird thing, but then you can calm it down. Yes. And you're really overwhelmed by it and you're done with it. And she starts crying. And I told her, I was like, you and I have the same role and we can do different things with it. One, you don't have to do that anymore. You can focus on you and self-care. And when you're ready, it'll come back to you just like it came back to me. But you don't have to do that anymore. I was like, you have help now. And I really wish that more people who felt that way had help and support Mm -hmm. because they don't know where it's coming from. And that's why we have to continue to talk about it it's like what role do you fit in your haunted house (laughs) are you the mediator calming down the energy are you the one that's getting uh saturated with it and trying to protect yourself so much that it drives you batty are you the one that you know tries to run away from it and just can't run away from it but you want to know and you want to fight and you don't know how or you like mom and dad you get depressed from it or you like dad you get angry from it like where is your role in the energy that you live in so whether your house is haunted or not is irrelevant. It's like you are the conduit of something and the energy that's around you. So what's happening is that we are all festering in some way. Right. And you're either festering an energy that you've created yourself, whether it's like, exactly. you know, when someone's in a funk. Well, you know, sometimes you create that funk. Yeah. You don't, you're in a funk, you're making a funk. Now you're sitting in that dirty bath water. Right. And sometimes 
sometimes somebody splashes water on you and it had nothing to do with you That's which right. is like the energy in a, of a house that has it's occupied right. by other things or people not right. you but and it's a combination of all of those things right and so you know when you buy a brand new house or you're moving into a new space right it is a clean slate as far as you're concerned what kind of energy you're going to put into it but what's left but what was left so what you know left? this house itself yeah if you remember it was in a terrible shambles yeah and the people who lived here were incredibly dysfunctional Plus, we had Mr. Zadaran. Remember him? That <laughs> that weird, <laughs> that weird, um, uh, weird energy from the guy who died next door. Remember right, 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 right. Figured yeah. that out. Yeah. But um, people came in here and cried because the energy was so terrible. And I was like, no, 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 no. You know, wait till we get in it. Right. And now our house is oh, cozy and comfortable, and people love being here because you have unless to work on unless you're festering, unless I'm you're festering, your hydra. What do they call hydra? <laughs> Ten. Ten-headed dragon. I know. When I was sick, it was not good. <laughs> it was not good. I walked I in. I'm I like, agree. what the hell? Kathy hell's... walked in and was like, you have to sage. <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? I can't go to the like, I've been sick. I'm running down sick. the stairs because I feel like I'm going to get burned with fire. <laughs> not good, Donna. Not good. Those are just my familiars. <laughs> like, that sometimes if I don't feed them, <laughs> they, get, they get restless. I'm like, what the hell's in your house? It's getting chased out. <laughs> it's like, get out. So anyway, so, yes. yes. So, so so it it reminded me to have to continually have this conversation about en energies, boundaries, control of your energy, and how do you go about cleansing that space? Because these this family and a lot of the families suffer so many years. So it's so sad to me. Yeah. That you know the the one sibling had the trauma because of it. The one sibling feels overwhelmed trying to protect the other ones, and then the other one just leaves. And then it's just like so familiar of like, it's it's kind of like uh, the side effects of not cleansing and owning your space, right? Yeah. So there's a couple of things you can do that we've talked about. One is is that it's never too late to cleanse and own your space. Correct. And so right now, if you're feeling your house is feeling amazing and fantastic and you're feeling free and open, continue that. Continue that by continuing to protect your house and your space. If people are not bringing you closer to your path or you feel a little icky about them, don't let them in your house. You don't have to let people in your house. You don't have to let people in your space. If you're somebody who likes to have an open house, put salt in all around the premises of your house. This way, negative energy stays out. Sage after somebody leaves. You know, there's so many things you could do. All you have to do is say, only love and light live in my house. And it could change the energy. It's as simple as that. And I think that people think it's got to be hard because they're watching all these shows. I know. <laughs> we were talking about that. You, me, and Kristen were having a great <laughs> conversation about because I <laughs> I fucking hate ghost hunters. I don't if hate ghost. I don't hate ghost hunters because they're trying I to do the, the work. They're trying to do work. No, they're not. No, they're not. I I know they're anybody not. who's they're try just trying to exploit something. And uh, I I think, I think anyone who's on TV is exploiting yeah. themselves yeah. and their culture. But people who do ghost hunting, I they think they're connected. If you're doing, if you're if doing that's a well, listen, There's a difference between ghost busting and ghost hunting. Oh, ghost uh, ghost busting so is great. That's ghost what I'm hunting saying. Your, 
you're 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 stalking that's what i'm saying i hate ghost hunters and ghost hunting there's no need the people who are on tv with those fucking weird night vision bullshit saying give us a sign you don't want a sign fucking asshole you don't want us i'll give you a sign they're giving you the finger (laughs) just like if they were tangible they're giving you the finger enjoy your migraines you have for no no reason why you have them ghost dumbass Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters different. Different. I I really admire anybody who is trying yes. to do that. Now we were laughing because you, me, and Kristen. I was telling the story because I'm prepa- I was preparing for a big assignment that I had, and so Donna has a salt pool, so that's always lovely to jump into and cleanse. And so I was telling about I was watching a go- was it with you, Sophie? We were watching a Ghostbusting. The guy with the bullet. The ghost hunter. Ghost hunter. No, it was the Ghostbuster. He had he had the um, bulletproof vest on. No, I don't think it was me. <laughs> and, I, and I'm looking at the TV going, why the fuck you got a bulletproof? They don't have guns. Spirits don't have guns. There are no guns in ghost busting. And I'm like, why? And he had like army gear. Yeah, they, they put on and like, he was huddling. They put on like a utility belt. Oh my God. And <laughs> I was like, and I said. Unless you can figure out how to liquid form uh, Archangel Michael. I think. And put it in a squirt bottle. I think. Why do you have a utility vest? I don't know why he belt. had a, He had a bulletproof vest <laughs> on. <laughs> and he had camouflage. Oh my God. If you're they listening to this podcast and that's you. Please call us yeah. because I want you on the podcast. www.thesistersareen.com. <laughs> Only to laugh at you. No. First no. of In all, person. I, love the, I love the determination. I will not disrespect <laughs> what he's doing. But I am questioning the method of a bulletproof vest. Yeah. First of all, you're going to get hot because it's sweaty. <laughs> so <laughs> First of all, you're going to get hot. hot. I get hot. Sometimes I need a I tank. I know. I think sometimes it's a myth that, you know, it gets cold and you can see no, the breath. Sometimes you're working <clears throat> so hard, I sweat even in the cold air. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, why are you wearing army gear, <laughs> camouflage? <laughs> I come in with jeans and a t-shirt going, let's go. We got shit to do. He had them in the, had the family in a huddle. This can be dangerous. It could come out. Yeah. They've been living in it. They know the fucking danger. Second of all, get the gun out of your pocket yeah. because you're going to shoot the family that was afraid that they were going to, you're going to get scared and shoot yeah. something. Right. Oh God. So I, I was questioning, and then I questioned myself, am I not geared up yeah, enough? <laughs> am I not gearing up enough? Should I have like a sage vest? I should have like a sage vest made out of sage. Yes. Josh will make that for me because we still have to make the sage outfit, my sage stick. I think I'm going to make an outfit of just sage and salt, <laughs> and then you puff it out, and it's like out of my nipples like they do, and like, psh, 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 psh. Salt, psh, psh, water. Those, like girl robot. Yeah. Um, and, and warriors or yes. whatever. Oh, no. And they were also in, um, what's Donovan's favorite movie? Do, 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 do. Yeah, Thank you. Awesome yeah. Powers. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, which is a take on a movie that Chris and I just watched. So I, like, I was really questioning if I was really prepared for this. <laughs> Clearly not. If Clearly you watch not. TV. Clearly not. I was like, I'm not doing it right. And well, I you don't know if he has a whole nother system with his coat. Maybe he blesses That's it. Maybe, you know what? Maybe it was his great grandfather's <laughs> bullet <laughs> bulletproof bl- vest. I'm out. And he. <laughs> bye bye. There you go. Listen, Donna, I am I am admiring the fact that he was prepared on all levels, all levels prepared. Not judging it, but I was question. It actually questioned my method, even though I've been doing I it for hundred years. I just have to years. say, you're so full of shit because you're like, I'm not judging it, but you were just laughing about it. So you laugh at me? Do you judge me? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking yeah. yes. 
I Wait, own it. I'm I'm just I just don't understand. I'm not judging what he's what he's doing. I just am questioning the vest and the camouflage. I and think the, yeah, and the I camo. think that was a producer thing. I think someone I think said put the vest on. He's like, that's a great <laughs> idea. Do I have to? TV. <laughs> I don't know. I want to know more about it. But when I was watching, I was like, he was really scaring them more than what they were already scared. And I was like, you don't. The whole thing is to have people not be afraid. Right. (laughs) No fear. No fear. And so I stopped watching those shows and I've been like, I should have a show. It would be so boring. It would be boring because because there's a lot of meditation. <laughs> there's a lot of <laughs> quiet. Let's let's just talk there's about a lot it. Of quiet. That's what looks like. You know, Sophie's been to one. The same gong. Mm-hmm. It's like it's the same gong. 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 Come here. I say, I am like that guy on that show. But I, anyway, in some ways, I was really I get really hyper and hyped up. Like I have to like crack my neck and go in the basement and get yeah, yeah yeah sometimes i have to be yeah. aggressive and when i'm with you i go down to the basement i feel it and i come right back up and then you go and right I behind me you. <laughs> you come behind me that's your cat that's for you i just i'm like i'm like the triage i diagnose like oh yeah that's ugly uh that'll be you cat <laughs> you just leave me i'm like okay go deal with it i push you down the stairs oh my god anyway so i i think that you know I don't know. It, it just there, there was definitely a mirror image of the family in the house, and I think I really loved the house harder than what I was really could have to get away from it, mm-hmm. to like not get away from it, to to finish it, and like I blessed the land and we we buried stuff and then we had everybody involved, and the look and the feel of them were so light. I felt like I was it wasn't me leading it. It was mm-hmm. like I felt healing with them. Like yeah. I healed our old house with Mm. them and I held that girl's hand and was like, you and I, I'm so, we're so much alike. And it was so nice to see because I, I am innocent and like not innocent, but like naive in a lot of like a very like benevolent to a, to a fault. And, you know, I've learned how to, to bring that down a little bit and, and it takes a lot of work because you just want everybody to be okay. Right. And that's tough. You just want yeah. everybody to be safe and okay. So it was just really kind of magical. Mm. And last night I did not have a dream about the house. It was the first time in, in weeks I didn't have a dream yeah, about the house. Yeah, it was almost as if uh, whatever was preparing you that you I had to do that. I think so too. Yeah. I think that's what it was. It was pretty awesome. Well, I'm glad I got to share it with you. Well, that's good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can take a break. I was like... <laughs> I'm just like watching you make <laughs> silly. We're going to take a break. <laughs> I can't stand you. I can't stand you. Okay, we're back. I'm back. Are you calm now? I'm so calm. Why was my face red? Because you were teasing me. You were just hyped up. I was hyped. I love talking about this stuff. I love talking about this stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, if people need to have their houses cleansed, I can't go to California. You can't just say that. There's people all over. <laughs> there are people you can go to reach out to someone. 
Yeah, yeah. That you trust. Seek a spiritual counselor who knows their stuff. Mm-hmm. And you'll know. Yeah. Because people say, how do you know if they're good? Uh, you'll feel it. Yeah, trust your gut. And it doesn't cost that much money. If yeah. they're telling you it costs a thousand, $3,000. and Trust don't, your gut. Don't, don't go with that. <laughs> I know. I know, it's sad. Yeah, really. You don't have to buy have special things. Answer. You yeah. just need sage. You don't need to buy anything. Sage. You don't need offerings. No, sage. <laughs> like offerings of I need a new transmission. Or <laughs> coffee. Remember we talked about that. Yeah. They tell you they, they need sheets and big cans of coffee. It's yeah. because they live in a commune. Yeah. With other people <laughs> scamming yes. you to yes. take a curse away. Yes. Don't trust them. Yes. That's the worst. You'll know somebody's legit. Yes. Because they're just sweet and kind and they just want to help you out. And, it, you know, you got to give them something. But yeah. it shouldn't cost thousands of dollars. No. And no bartering of coffee beans and sheets. Yeah. I don't know what that is about. Yeah. That was weird. Okay. Let's move on. We're moving We're on. moving on. So um, we're still kind of in quarantine, even though the world is kind of opening up. Yeah. And um, uh, we're still operating as if um, we could contract the virus. Yeah. Like, it seems like the rest of the world is acting like there's no virus. I'm proud to be a New Yorker. Yeah. I'm proud to be from New York. Yeah. Even we're though there are people who, I don't know, there's dissension. But um, surviving it by keeping, you know, keeping our worlds very small. Yeah. Yeah. You know, by concentrating w- by what's in your house and around you and the people with whom you closely associate with. Yeah. And like try not to get into fights on social media. Oh, try to, a lot. you know, just like everybody just hush. And, uh, you know, Mercury's in retrograde right now. Jesus. Uh, but, you know, I, I've been doing some reading and um, Jupiter is in retrograde. But There's that's a, a good thing. Does it counterbalance the Mercury issue? Nothing ever counterbalances the Mercury issue because the Mercury issue is stupid. It's about <laughs> little teeny tiny things that just get in your fucking way. Yeah. And um, like, you know, people forgetting things at home. Yeah. Right? Right. Scissors? Like scissors? Like scissors. When you're supposed to h- cut somebody's hair. At least it's not your kid. Not right. Like it's I, true. I forgot my it's kid It's not at the home. kid. It's not the kid. It's the scissors. It's not the right. podcast equipment. Right. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like Venus is, is when Venus is in retrograde, you're, you're fighting with your partner. Right. Meh. Which it is now, which I did. You did? I'm oh, not. yeah. yeah. So we were pretty good, though. I mean, I have to say, I since think you March, guys are handling it great. We actually have Champions. never spent this much time never. together. I haven't in 12 spent this years. much time with all of you like that. Mm-hmm. We've been spending a lot of time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, and, you know, Chris was gone for weeks and weeks at a time throughout the year. And now I'm home, right? And so I'm gonna get to go with him. There is like there is one really big show on Labor Day weekend oh in man. Atlanta that is not canceling. That's we. I don't know. I don't know how I feel I don't about know. that. We don't know how. I don't know how I feel about, about that. But um, yeah, it's very disconcerting right now. But a lot can happen between now. Yeah, a lot. I can mean, happen. there's a big difference. There's been a big difference every yeah. three weeks. I have. If you felt that, I feel like every yes. three weeks. There's been a different cycle, even how we yeah. feel. Um, La- it, what? Last week, um, I think it was a week and a half ago, I think I was calling, I was really having a hard time. I think it was, I don't know what was in retro, I don't know what was going on. Mm-hmm. I had a breakdown. Yeah. I had like literally a mental breakdown out of nowhere. And I don't know if it was an empathic psychic thing. Poor Sophie, you know, handled me like so, like a champ. I just want to say thank you in 
the world. Thank you so much for handling me like a champ. Because when I get like that, when I get into, I don't know if it's a psychic attack or it's me, menopausal, middle-aged woman. Mm-hmm. I, it's very, can be very confusing. Combination. Could be, a, or a combination. And so I needed a mental health day. And so I felt like, like you were saying, like every few weeks things changed. And we were at that point where I don't think I could have been in my house anymore. Yeah. And I was like, I woke up. I had dreams about our old, we had two houses when we were growing up. And I said, Henry, we're going to have a picnic in Lake George at 8 o'clock in the morning. He was like, all right. And we drove. And I, I change your latitude, change your attitude. <laughs> I was a little nervous because I hadn't, you know, I didn't know what it was going to look like. And I don't want to be in crowded places. Right? Yeah. But everything's closed. Everything was closed. It was fantastic. The mm-hmm. beaches, the beach were like, it was all fenced up. Mm-hmm. There were signs, beach closed. There was nobody outside seating. It was all locals, which, yeah. you know, we feel comfortable with the locals. And it was just, it was just really, it was just really awesome just sitting there mm-hmm. and, in, you know, hours away from home, but not being away from people. And then I'm like, why can't this be like this all the time? Like, it's just so, it was so peaceful. Everybody was just peaceful mm-hmm. i don't know well they're peaceful it seems peaceful but people are spinning in right. their own spaces like i was like, like you I were was. yeah right I so just, i lost it yes but i got back it's, yeah uh yeah i i mean it's you know every you know the trite phase the, the yeah the trite phase is the new normal and for me the new normal is no concerts no live yeah it's very strange it it's very strange there's i don't know what i don't know what the future holds i don't know if i'll be participating in that future because i don't know if i can sustain right right um uh, yeah i don't know what the future holds but uh it's it's a it's very odd to think that you know what was so normal yeah is now not it's like not only forbidden right it's 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 almost repulsive mm-hmm. in like probably the literal sense of the word like yeah. it's just you don't want that right and it's it's very odd that my whole life was about that whether it was me attending things right or me facilitating things right um and now that is completely not an option like overnight, like yeah. on a Tuesday yeah. it was fine, and by Thursday it, it was, was like not fine. fine, and it's it's very odd, and it's kind of fucking with my you know sense of identity. Really, I think so. Mm. You're ha- really yeah. Sophie, you feel that way? That makes sense. You were doing yeah. something for a long time, right? And you and you know I was doing it uh, not mindlessly because I'm very mindful of the things that I do and the energy that I put into it, but it was just um, intuitively. Uh, it was p- intrinsically part of me, right? Yeah. And I mean, even that was my escape as a kid from our wackadoo house was going to see live music always. Going out, being social. Going How many out, conversations have we social. had? Donna, would you just, co- just stop going out? Right. Could you stop going out? Could you stop? I, I don't know how many conversations. And then literally spirit would like break your something right. or, yes. or give Push you Push me down the stairs. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to say stop. Yes. Because you don't listen. Right. Right. You don't listen. Because it's, it's part of my DNA. Mm-hmm. I, don't know, I, I don't know any other way. Right. Um, 
uh, my, what's the word? Like my subconscious doesn't know any right. other way. It's in my DNA. Uh, my comfort place is always, and don't get me wrong, I, I have no interest in going to Universal or Disney World I, or I that bullshit. It's not that. That's not what I mean. I don't need to go someplace to be. But I like the, the, I like the shared energy experience of seeing music or sporting events sure, sure. or, you know, not, not having concerts in my life, okay, whether – and believe me, I'm jaded. There definitely are times where there's somebody amazing on stage and I'm inside a quiet room counting money because I just don't want to be in that energy anymore. So it's, I'm not romanticizing what I was jaded about. But um, that was my everyday normal. Throwing a party for 50 people yeah. for me is – I can do that. On a weekend. Give me a half an hour. That's right. Like – no prob, right. like doing special right. events, all that stuff. And that came to a screeching halt. Everything like sure. that came to a screeching halt. So um, I'm, you know, I've been talking about it for two years. How long have you been on this podcast? Like, obviously, I'm, I'm evolving as a person, and I've been writing more and reading right. more and therefore going, you know, inside more, and I simply don't have the stamina physically to keep up with that kind of lifestyle. But – when it comes to a screeching halt and you're forced, you know, you're forced to be quiet, you're forced to not socialize, you're forced to <laughs> spend 24-7 with the person you've been sharing your house with for 12 years and you've never spent this much time before, it can only question, like, who am I? What am I? What am I doing? Where am I doing it? Mm -hmm. Am I making that choice to do it? Right. It, it's like, for the first time, I have always kind of done things that I've wanted to do. Have I been influenced by others? Yes. Maybe to a fault. But I still intrinsically always did whatever the fuck I wanted to do. Part of why I never right. had children. Well, the, uh, well Part the of why I never got married. Well, the opposite side of that also is that I used to force me, you need to get out. You need right. to go make a friend. Why do you keep sabotaging your friendships? Or yes. why are you doing, you know, yes. we've had that conversation. So right. I am totally accountable in that aspect. So this was really, oh, I think a very, it was like my dream of like, I can't go out now. Right. I can't socialize. How right. great is, so, but what happened was I ended up. Be careful up, what you wish that's for. That's right. And you, and I'm staying and all I'm doing is my Because work. it was all the idea of, of what that is. Right. And so I stayed and I just worked on like hyperly worked on spirituality. Right. That I couldn't come down. Right. And I, ha I crashed because I was like, this is not right. This right. is not the way to be. Right. I'm human. Right. And I got to come down. And I think I just crashed so hard that I lost it. Yeah. And then so I had to feel and look at what the earth had for me to, to be grounded. And I think it's interesting yeah. that you were gravitated to the place where we were very active young people. And happy. And happy. We were happy, happy in our act. I mean, yeah. I'm happy now. But like, yeah. Yeah, we were free and happy because <laughs> our mom was like, oh, Donna, you're responsible at 15 and 16. I, I mean, that. I think I had my license for two weeks and mom left us up at the summer house with me in charge with mm. extra cash yep. in the cup yep. and was like, don't forget to go to the dump. Yeah. With the. Yeah. That was it. And and here's I the keys to the boat. I can't imagine leaving Sophie at I can't. She's fucking she's 25. <laughs> I wouldn't do that. I can't even. I can't. Can you she imagine? She forgets 15. I think about it. Biff and Maria's oldest, Sierra, is 15. Yeah. Wow. I can't imagine. 
By the way, it's not just by myself. You're responsible for Renee, yeah. the two neighbor kids, Stacy and Jennifer, because they're with around us all the time. Luckily, their parents trusted me. Um, you, you're 10. I was you're 10 good. years old. But I was good. You were good. I was good. Yeah, of course, we were all good. I was good because I didn't want to leave your side. But imagine (laughs) today, (laughs) you didn't want to leave my side. Imagine today leaving a 15 year old with the car, the boat. The boat. The, yeah. Like gasoline. Gasoline. (laughs) Fucking gasoline. And like, and our boat. Siphoning gasoline. I was just about to say that. We were not, it wasn't, it was. Of course, everything we come from privilege. We're lucky for so many reasons. So lucky, but not. We didn't have an in grant. Like we had. It, it was wasn't a, like a we had me down boat. There were no credit cards. There were no credit cards. We had cash. We had cash. And if that cash ran out, or we lost it, we or were well, fucked. Oh well. And we had a boat. We had a boat with like it was 110 outboard, and it was like used when we got it. Yeah. This is when we had the Johnson outboard. We didn't even have the fancy Mercury outboard. We had, we had the Johnson outboard, which meant that the prop would just stop working. Sure. And, and we'd, we'd be like in the middle <laughs> of the lake. And what would I do? I'd jump in the water and fucking play with the motor at 15. At 15. And mom's happily home three hours away yeah. enjoying the quiet house yeah. without the goddamn kids. Can you? <laughs> I just think about. <laughs> think about. Let's get I in was the car. Siphoning gas. Yeah, I know, I know. At yeah. eleven years old, he's like, "If you want to go skiing and there's no gas, take the gas out of the. Here, let me show you how to do I it. Know. And you With the rubber hose, suck it with your thumb, <laughs> and then you put it in there. Eleven, no supervision. No. I think I cured myself from my obsession with my grandson. <laughs> I am obsessed with his safety. Yeah, because you guys never taught me any of that, and you did no, the opposite. No, I wasn't going to teach and you. And so how to now I don't know. No, anything. you weren't on your. No, don't blame don't, us. No, 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 no. We did, no, you. We let you hang yourself enough. Don't yeah. worry. Yeah. <sighs> but it was because I think it was actually how dangerous <laughs> we lived dangerously. We lived so dangerous. This was awful. <laughs> this is awful. So dangerous. What the fuck was wrong with them? I don't know. It w- but it wasn't just them. It was everybody. But you know what? It wasn't unheard of. I can't of. say that. I can't say that because you know why? But Best they held me very accountable. That's a I lot was, of pressure. I was very accountable. You were very accountable. And My parents held kid. me very accountable. How was I not And dad would come up on the weekends and he wouldn't want to know. Did you go to the marina? Did you do this? Did you go to the dump? What groceries did you buy? Is Kathy okay? Why does she have that bruise? Why does she have that cut? And I'd be like, well, she was cleaning a fish, and she cut herself with the rusty fish knife. <laughs> she left her, like the scraper with the, oh, my God. She was cleaning fish. I didn't want anything to do with it. And then I would leave the lights on in the car, and then the battery would die. Uh, yes. And then the neighbors came and died. Yes. It was it was definitely but But... And we used to, it was a big treat. Our summer house was, was an hour time, and a best half. Best time of my life. From, it, it was. was I, I wouldn't want From Lake George. And so, our, you know, we didn't really, we didn't have money like that. To s- we didn't have spending money. We didn't really, I mean, we did a lot of stuff, but we did a lot of stuff like. Organic stuff. Yeah. We played a lot. There was a we lot of playing. We went fishing. Yeah, we, we went skiing. Yeah, a lot of canoeing. Canoeing. Yeah. And we were outside picking. But it was a treat to go to Lake George. So we never really went to Lake George unless we were entertaining people. And mom would be like, we're going to Lake George. And I remember when you told me about going to Lake George and we were explaining to Chris, there are 
there were. I don't know what it is there's now. There's a little more But now. there were three, at the time, there were three different boats that went out on the lake, and you could decide if you wanted to go on the Minnehaha, which is the paddle boat. The, the It looked like a river boat. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those, like, you know, looks like, I don't know if it is, from right. the 1800s. Then there was the other kind of faster boat, the Ticonderoga, yeah. right? And then there was, the, what was the Mohican? other one? The Mohican or something. But w- they went for two hours, four hours, and six hours respectively. Right. And uh, I personally would rather kill myself than go on the six-hour cruise <laughs> on a squad. <laughs> but we did do it. And when and mom and dad were entertaining friends of her bosses, who were great people. They were definitely they were definitely above us in economic class. Yeah. And they definitely insisted on paying for everything. So when us kids were so jumping we up steak. and down. So we fucking went to right, steakhouse. So <laughs> we got to yeah, we got to eat a little bit better. We got to have actual all of us had whatever ice cream we really wanted. Right. And um and so they wanted to do the boat ride and they asked my mom and my mom was definitely she liked things on the slower pace yes she um was definitely a relaxer um she let us do whatever we fucking wanted to but she would be sitting and waiting for us to need first aid right and um so the six hour paddle boat was uh was attractive to her and we never wanted to do that because it was fucking six hours six hours I yeah. don't know if they still even do that. In Donovan's time, that's 15 SpongeBob epso- episodes. Like, it's like <laughs> yeah. we, we do time by episodes. It's like 30 episodes of uh, yeah. SpongeBob. Right. That's, that's a lot. It's a lot. That's a lot of episodes. And, and it's really slow. You were about seven or eight years old when we when these people I think came. I was younger. Well, we didn't have the house until I was 11. So that would make you five. They came, I think I was 12 or 13, so you were uh, maybe seven. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so mom was like, we're going on the Minnehaha. We were excited because we had never done that before right. because that is one of those fancy tourist things that we would never, ever be able to right. do. So uh, John and I can't remember her name. Uh, she was lo- They were she lovely. She was lovely. lovely. They were lovely. Really nice people. P.S. Fast forward 15 years. Uh, dad was complaining that dad loved walk with john yeah remember that chinese food cooking oh, yeah, show yeah, 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 yeah. the guy who always yeah. had like walk on the wild yeah, side yeah yeah dad loved him and john was the one who told dad you can take chinese cooking classes at the culinary and my blue collar working class you know dad mechanic it. never ever thought that that would be something for him and john was Isn't the one sweet? who was like Aww. we're gonna we're gonna take that class anybody loving my dad man. and so Love he that. would he picked up dad and like held his hand and then dad he also took he took another cooking class he took two chinese he did he, by the second course i know months. we were eating a lot of weird <laughs> lettuce wrapped Odd meat, <laughs> organ foods. That's I don't know great. what it was. There I'm was so chicken proud. feet. I don't know what the fuck. It was That's like, delicious. oh, dad, dad had the class on Thursday sometime over the weekend. We were eating. We were and eating. dad would invite me over for dinner because I wasn't living with you guys right. at the time. And I'd be like, okay. He was so proud. He of was himself. so proud. We, I am proud of him. Proud. And it was yeah. great. But that's who that guy was. Really nice guy. Anyway, they were like, yeah, it's on us. Treats on us, you know, whatever. And so us kids were eat that alive. So we go on the mini haha. 
in the first like you know hour it's interesting we're up and down what's in this part of the world don't forget we know lake George. we know the lake by we heart. know every we know all the adirondack lakes by heart by that point because when we were we would go exploring to the other neighboring right. lakes we could bring our own boat right etc and so we didn't know lake george that well but we knew it well enough that after an hour and a half oh my god we were done so do you know the story, so? No, I'm So at one point, Mom's like, I'm trying to occupy Kathy, who's now restless. Oh, Imagine sorry. Nico being bored, okay? So we go all the way up to the top, <laughs> and she leans over, and she sees the person driving it, mm-hmm. the, captain. the captain. Well, I don't know if he was the captain, but it was the person driving it. And she leans over the railing and yells, are dying laughing and somebody was like did somebody tell that kid she's got four hours to go (laughs) (laughs) and then Kathy cried (laughs) and you wouldn't go faster and then I threatened to I'd be like well if I threw you over the side it would stop stop. the boat (laughs) and we could you could take it for the team I almost had her convinced like I'll just throw you over the side because well and then the police will be involved and I almost had you convinced like, so that was how we could stop this. <laughs> Ridiculous. It was the longest six hours of our lives. And I thoroughly enjoyed you screaming faster. Because let's talk about the unsafe 70s. I know we've talked about this before. It was 1980. Oh, my so God. So you were how old? Uh, I was born in San Diego. Six. I you were six. six. We went to Disney World. Oh, my we God, went on Sophie, Space Mountain. This is serious. She was too little to go on Space Mountain. So but in those days... Your grandfather was like a big burly guy. He, at the time, he was like signing right. autographs as Wolfman. Yeah, yeah, he was a big guy. Yeah, He's a big yeah, guy. Yeah. And strong, so, strong. And in those days, you didn't tell somebody what they could or couldn't do with their kid. Mm-hmm. Like, include beat them. Like, right. Like, you just didn't. There are pros and cons to this. Yeah. <laughs> there are pros and cons. <laughs> there are pros and I'm cons. I'm not saying we should go back to no. these days. I'm just saying, I'm saying that there was a certain freedom. So when dad was like, because dad was an adrenaline junkie, speed junkie. Not literally, but we liked right. going fast. Right, obviously. And so dad and I was, I had no fear, and we've talked about this, that dad would be like, all right, here's a go-kart, here's a hill, see go. what happens, go, how fast can you go? And I was, dad would always be there at the end, so right. how bad would it right. be? I was jumping ramps, I was on dirt bikes, it right. was not good. And no fear, so going fast was really what we liked to do. So, and our our vacations, our family vacations, until we had the house upstate, we would go to amusement parks because in those days it was a lot cheaper. Yeah. We can occupy ourselves. Oh my God. For we under a hundred bucks. Right. You know, for the whole family. family. And I loved roller coasters. You grew to love roller coasters real fast. I love it. Tracy hated it, but she liked all the shows. That's right. And Everybody and, likes and the prettiness. And mom was happy to sit somewhere and let us do our thing. So by the time we get to Disney World, we are like, we've been to Hershey. We're pros. We've been to King's Dominion. <laughs> We're pros. We've been to Great Adventure. We've got this. We know all of this. Ace. We know the difference between uh, a wooden <laughs> roller coaster <laughs> and one of those new fandangled <laughs> other ones. We were there the first day Great Adventure had Rolling Thunder, and we went backwards. We were like rock stars on the school bus. We were. So when we get to Disney World, Dad tells the kid who's working the Space Mountain. Who's like 12. Who's, who's like <laughs> Mickey Mouse. <Right. laughs> He's like, no, 
No, this is my kid. I'm good. I got her. Saying, I got her, was good enough for the whole wide world <laughs> back then. Oh I, got, I got her. This is when kids were, were able to be raised in bars, when, <laughs> when their parents were musicians. Right. I got her. You know, if it's they're fun. trying beer, I got her. I got her. It was not untoward that kids at parties, at adult parties, would sip, go around sipping everybody's sure. beer. Everybody did that. I mean, Nico's age. Yeah. That's crazy. That's a no-no. So Please don't do so that. So going on Space <laughs> Mountain, <laughs> you got it. But he didn't put me with dad. <laughs> he did it. He, he put me with mom. mom. <laughs> <laughs> put me with I distinctly remember I hearing remember this. mom say, catch her. Yeah. Oh I sli- I remember this. I could feel it in my stomach, and I laughed about it. I was sitting in front of mom. We were going down, and I slipped underneath because I was tiny. I was a small kid. I slipped under the seatbelt, and then when it went down, I flew up. Yeah. Mom grabbed me by my shirt. Dad grabs me by the neck, and I'm laughing my ass on no seatbelt going yeah. on Space Mountain. Because it was two in the front, two, two in, in the front, three in the back. No, I don't. Where was Tracy? I, she probably was she staying <laughs> outside. <laughs> she was staying outside with a child molester to find her <laughs> by herself. <laughs> Ten years old. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But there was the five of us. Yeah. And I remember falling out of Space Mountain. Yeah. That's because Dad got you. Dad got. He didn't get me. <laughs> I just Ma- googled Space Mountain and I'm looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> I fell out of that, and Mom grabbed me by my shirt. <laughs> That's how we live. 1979, That's a metaphor for our whole entire childhood. But they got me. Yeah. Somehow yeah. I was okay. And you, do you know how we got to Disney World? No. Not having the means? No. It's when I broke my ankle in fifth grade at the neglect of that motherfucking terrible gym teacher who was dead and I hope in hell right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's a lot. Who terrorized a lot of kids. Yeah. Who? Janet told me. Oh, don't don't say don't yeah. say don't say names. I'm don't not say saying it. Janet told me that he got <laughs> busted in the end, oh. lost his for inappropriate touching. Wow, not surprised. He was a nasty man, and uh, yeah, I broke my ankle. He uh, when I was on the yeah the horse, yeah, and he made me walk on it across. Do you remember where the gym yes. was at Fishkill Elementary yes. School? Yes. He made me walk on it to oh, the geez. nurse's office. And my best friend Aisha was crying, wanted to help me, and he yelled at her and punished her for trying to help me. <gasps> and he made me walk on a broken bone. And while I was in the nurse's office, my uh, uh, classmate Kathy, who I'm still fr- yeah, yeah, I'm still friends with, her yeah. father comes to the Philharmonic. <laughs> she hurt her back. I remember that. Yeah, same day. And so the two of us, our families, sued the school and sued da 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 I know mom as mom said it wasn't enough to put away for college right. but it was enough for a quote unquote a real well vacation thank you. Thank that's you. how we got to Disney World thank you for World. breaking your leg you're welcome it still hurts to this day <laughs> do you, you know my it's in your chart right yeah. it's in your chart Don right it's in your astrology feel, chart feel that oh, yeah. missing chip yeah that's Disney World right there thank you you're welcome I fell out of Space Mountain <laughs> thank you I fell out of Space Mountain if that's my life you fall out of Space <laughs> yeah. Mountain. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, uh, that was also the trip when we were on um, It's a Small World. Remember yeah. that It's a Small World after all, which is, it's about cultural appropriation. But that's okay. Yeah. Um, because, you know, Disney is full of 
problems. But anyway, working Cat Tracy, as soon as we got on the boat, and it was like probably a five to seven minute ride where yeah. it was like a slow boat yeah. ro- boat ride around yeah. where there were little vignettes yeah. 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 of Eskimos yeah. and yeah. people, Chinese yeah. and their whatever. Yeah. Um, and Tracy immediately started singing. And everybody else started singing. Everybody else started singing. And there were, f- I remember mom saying that there were a few people on the boat who wanted to throw Tracy into the water <laughs> because this little kid, Aww. and she was like in the front leaning forward she was at the top of her lungs singing it's a small world over and over because it was just lit in the background right right but she had to sing it at the top of her lungs and a few people thought it was hilarious look at that little crazy kid She's and they sang along she was she was a loopy little kid who didn't care she was singing. She was singing. And people were. And people. people and there were people who joined said, in. Yes, she was magic that way. She got people to she sing. She got people singing. She got people singing. So they, the whole boat it's sang. Whole <laughs> I love that story. I love that story. Yeah. Those are, I don't really have too many. I remember staying in a hotel for the first time. I remember us wearing matching sweatshirts. And I wore that sweatshirt yeah, every forever. day. Every day. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all had matching Mickey Mouse, gray Mickey That's Mouse sweatshirts. That's a good time. We wore that. That's a good time. I think I got rid of it in 1995. Yeah. Yeah. It was this I was five years old, so it didn't last too long. <laughs> it wouldn't fit me. You had your ears, though, for a long time. I had my ears. They were kicking around the house yeah. for a long time. It was a good time. It's good to go back yeah. and remember good that. Good old lawsuits and uh, losing kids. I fell out of space <laughs> mountain. <laughs> I could have died and broken. I feel like we've told that story on the podcast. I, I don't before. think we did because I, I I'm going back like wow that's so interesting that but mom got me <laughs> by screaming <laughs> so somebody else could do it. Yes. That's the thing. Yes. Mom orchestrated my safety. <laughs> How am We're I not so dead? Fucked up. <laughs> I think I'm done. I think I need a break. <laughs> and this is why Generation X is okay in quarantine. Yes. Because yeah. we fucking figure shit out. Yeah, we do. Because we have to. Although, total props oh, to talk Gen about Z. It. Gen Z, yeah. And the K-pop. Yeah. Do it. I lo- first do of all, we up. know that I've loved the K-pop phenomenon. Because I like all cultural phenomenons. I'm, mm-hmm. f- I'm fascinated. And how, how they, uh, oh boy, how they got Trump. That was great. Yeah. Young kids on their TikTok, on yeah. the TikTok, uh-huh. which I don't even know what the brilliant fuck it is. Brilliant, love them. Loved Shout it. out to love. Want to buy a ticket to the next rally? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's too late. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. millennial, take a seat. Okay. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it was not about you. Okay. It was about the next generation. What would they Nico be? Smoked you. What would Nico be? He is a part of something. They're called like the builders or something. What they're the taking over? They're building the. They're rebuilding up. our, in uh, our industries and uh, all that kind of stuff because they're breaking down. It's gonna take that long. <laughs> it's gonna take until they literally. They literally have to be masons again. <laughs> <laughs> they literally bricklayers they are coming back. Like Blacksmiths, <laughs> bricklayers. It's all coming back they because the apocalypse something. is uh, around the corner. Oh my gosh! So institutions are all rebuilding itself. It's not gonna look the same. I. You know what I was talking about? Is I. Th- I thought this was gonna happen in 2012. Oh, the Generation Alpha. That's what it is. 
alpha. I'm triggered. Yeah. I don't know. I don't understand. They're, yeah, they're Generation Alpha. Oh, wow. I'll find it. Okay. Yeah, talk about that. Is that I thought because of the Mayan calendar, right? The Mayan, yeah. The Mayan calendar. That it would be 2012 that this was all going right, to happen. Right, but it's not. It's 2020. It's 2000. Because maths is hard. <laughs> I'm done. <laughs> Fuck you. I was talking about the Mayans. No, you were talking about me. You looked at me and like, math. I'm so looking at you because we're recording a podcast. You're just like, I, I was so not you're zen projecting. right there. See what you do? We bring it out in me. You bring out the worst sometimes. Look at my caca mouth. I apologize for saying that. That wasn't very nice of me. I should have. T- I sh- I'm not responsible for your actions and feelings. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not responsible for your response to me. This is entertainment purposes only. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay, so I ahead. so I got it. Okay, so it says Gen Alpha. Their slang terms are lit and yeet and hundo and oof and. How can Nico already <laughs> have slang? And that's born from 2010 to 2024. Their ages are under ten. Uh, they like fidget spinners. They like uh, they like vehicles. This? They like <laughs> cars. They like smart speakers. <laughs> hey, Nico loves smart speakers. He goes, "Okay, Google, baby shark." That's what he said. Okay, Google. Um, and their leadership style. Oh, this is really interesting. So, um, I'll start with What's your source. Yeah, Thi- this is pretty good. This no, is what's this book? Is oh, this okay. Book? So I'm on mccriddle.com. Dot a, uh, dot au. Okay. Who's um, in Australia? Who's in charge it's of a this Generation one? Z and Generation Alpha infographic update. So this oh, okay. is based on. All right. All right. Uh, this ongoing, is based on. It's ongoing statistical. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Um, for example, so Generation Y, right, which is um, not me. It was right before me. I'm yeah. Generation I'm Gen Z. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were. No, millen- I thought no. you were a millennial. 1994 is the oh. last. Oh, you're 95. I'm a Gen Z. I don't know. I don't believe this anymore <laughs> now. <laughs> it's like um, I like you're a millennial. No, she's right on the cusp. I'm right on the cusp. That makes you kind of loopy because you don't know where you're at. But what's interesting is they have a leadership style graph. So, for example, it says that um, Generation X and Z have a leadership style where um, it's like a circle in the middle and it's branched out into a Y. So the leadership is in the middle and it branches out in a Y. And then but for them, uh, Generation Z has a, a triangle with leadership pointing at the triangle. But Generation Alpha is a square. Like a like it goes mm-hmm. from leadership from like here to there to there yeah. exactly mm-hmm. so that's really cool. It says their I don't ideal know why leader. It makes sense to me, but it does. It says ideal leader is a co-creator. Their learning style is virtual. Their influence and advance is chatbots. Um, <laughs> their marketing is um, in situ. So in situ, situ, so Mm -hmm. real time, which is very cool versus Generation Z, which is their ideal leadership is collaborator. Their learning style is multi-model. Their influence and and advice is forums. Which is exactly, it speaks to exactly why they were successful. Exactly. And their marketing is digital. And you know what, you know what Chris said? It's the ants. Yeah. Oh, it's the ants. It's the ants. Yeah. Yeah. We are ants. Bite. We already talked about that. Yeah, we did. Remember when... Sophie was talking about being an ant on the internet. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah it's like that's very ant. interesting. That is really interesting. Yeah, they're gonna have to fix. It's gonna take a while to fix all this, but we're yeah, gonna recap all this. 
Yeah. Wow, that's great. All right, well, that's informational. All I know is he's cute. He's generation cute. He's generation okay, delicious. Okay, cool, cool. I loved him yelling at the birds. Did hey, you see that? He, did, he yelled at the birds? That's when he, he that, that was the video I sent you when he was in the sandbox. Uh-huh. And I have a couple of capper. I have. I have two little families over here uh-huh. that have had little babies. And so the moms are really loud. Mm-hmm. They don't like catbirds are loud. And I have some house wrens. They're very loud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Nico's in the sandbox kind of near those bushes. And so they were being really loud. And Nico just turns around and goes, hey, hey. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I'll song. show you. He was so cute. <laughs> Delicious. <laughs> he had things to do. He's and those busy. birds were being too loud. Very He's cute. Busy. All right. Okay. We're babbling now. Thank you, people fun. on Patreon. Thank you so much for continuing to support. Five dollars a month helps keep it going. If you like our podcast, and special shout out to our cousin Yvonne, Yvonne, who is our mother's brother's daughter, who I only remember her meeting her when we were little kids, and she listened. And recently on the Face Space, which is the connector All right, of here's people, her family. It was her birthday, so happy, happy birthday. birthday! And, and uh, she's a listener. That's who knew? great. Wow. Thank you. Who knew? And I want to give a shout out to DJ Hematite. DJ Hematite. It's uh, it's a released um, Shockwave. You can get it on iTunes, Spotify, Amazon, Google Play, anywhere, Apple Music, anywhere you can find your music. And Sophie directed that video. I posted it on, that was a shorter version, but it's It's on our Instagram. Oh, you did put it on Instagram? Yeah, I did yesterday. I didn't see that. I don't want the credits on there. All right, so um, please check it out. And then there's two singles out called Breathe and Chill the Love, which is really great. So it's more of chill yeah, music. Yeah, I need the sacral get my creativity going. Yes, so I've been it's works. It's works. So thank you so much for supporting uh, DJ Hematite. That's me. And, and the sisters. And the sisters. All okay. right, we're back. All right. Talk Hopefully to you another one next week. We're All on right. a roll. Love you. Love you too. Thank you.